All right, y'all, welcome to the Mad Rhythms Podcast Network. This is the Either And Podcast, and I'm your host, Brill Barry. When there's contention or controversy, most people believe the solution has to be either or. I believe the solution lies somewhere in either and. All right, y'all, welcome to the Either And Podcast. I am your host, Brill Barrett. And this episode, I'd like to welcome our guest for the evening, because it seems like it's going to be a long one with the two of us, is Bianca Shaw. Give her a round of applause. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Bianca, for joining us. So. Pleasure's mine. We have already had a class together, so you've gotten to dip your toe in the waters of tap. What did you think about your first tap class? I thought it was amazing. Way better than uh, what I've anticipated. Mm. Uh, because I wasn't sure of how it works, but it's just rhythm and So I'm curious. What did you anticipate? Nothing. Because I, I, I didn't know <laughs> what to expect, to be honest with you. I know it's just something I've always wanted to do. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, so I'm happy. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, I was lighting up in there because I love uh, just seeing people have fun and be true to themselves and to express art in the way that they express yeah. art and to teach others mm-hmm. their way of expressing their art. I, and I will say you made it fun. It was fun teaching you, too, because you, you have to be one of the most animated people I've ever <laughs> met in my life. I loved it. You was having fun in between steps. You was doing little dances. I was like, see... This, yeah. this, this, you know, this, this makes teaching fun. Yeah, because I feel like uh, adulting is hard. People <laughs> forget to have fun. They, yeah, they, I don't know what it is. I still would enjoy playing it. At, <laughs> right now, so. Oh, really? Tag, you're it. No, I'm just joking. We can run around. Yeah, them. the ding dong. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoy playing those games, but I think as adults, we kind of forget that inner child. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I think. Busy. I think you're right. As a matter of fact, I think we're gonna. Instill some uh, adult games, Vanessa. We can put that on the schedule. Oh, hold up, he's talking about adult games. He got the grown and sexy. Uh, well, but I didn't. Okay, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just, I was, look, I was, I was, I was going exactly. Well, let, let let the church say amen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's good to have fun and, and play those games and just to let let go of the world sometimes because it's crazy out here. Ain't, and we ain't we we're under no illusions about what's going on out here. So able to find that light and find moments to take for yourself and just for your own wellness. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Do I still watch the news? <laughs> I'm kind of a news junkie. Really? Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of my peers who say they try to stay away from the news just because it it depresses them. Mm. But also, I mean, I guess that's my question of are you running away from the reality of it yeah, all? I I kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah. And I know, you know, there's a whole bunch of conversations that can happen with people about which news you watch gives you which story of what's going on and all that. So I kind of watch, just like when we were having that conversation about religion earlier, news-wise, I kind of watch a little bit of everything so I can formulate my own idea of where the truth lies in between all the coverage. Are you voting for mayor? Yes, I am. Should you not say that <laughs> on here? Well, well, we are uh, funded by a nonprofit, so we are not to be political. But yes, I am voting. I think okay. it's very important to vote. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying who I'm voting for. Yeah. I actually don't know yet. I'm not saying because I don't know yet. I, I know who I'm not voting for. But I know who I'm not voting for, too. But I'm going to have to be honest with you. Now. I watched the mayoral uh, candidacy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
And I really feel like none of them are really genuine. Mm. I think mm. is what I'm getting. You at. think they politicking? Yeah. They're saying the things that they think people want to hear them say. Yeah, I don't see the need for a community there. Interesting, interesting. Willie's funny. Like, I mean, to be... Uh, <laughs> like that, that is... I would vote for him just to laugh. Because, <laughs> he. I mean, he's he's real... What he's saying is not uh, wrong. It's mm-hmm. just that his approach is wrong. We know that approach goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, in, this is uh, true. In the world. So he's just like stuck in his ways. Kind yeah, of. And, and he <laughs> says it the same way every time, which I find I'm like, well, at least there's no doubts about where he falls on that specific thing. He don't flip-flop on the issue, nor how he says it. Yeah. So, you so know. I can I can appreciate that from people who yeah. have the truth, like uh, Trump. And I don't want to get into politics or, or anything like that, but it's just talking about <laughs> I don't want to get into politics, it's, but uh, Trump. It's just talking about people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, every, that's true. Everybody be mad at him, but would you rather the devil you know or the devil you don't? Uh, now, I will say in this case, in regards to Trump, I'm going to say that I don't want the devil I know. I, I don't. I'm going to try <laughs> a new devil. I'm willing to try a new devil in that case. They in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but in any event, but I'm glad that you brought it back because it, it really comes down to people. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, so the premise, I don't know if you're, the, the premise behind the Either And podcast mm-hmm. is that usually everybody has their idea on on the way something should be handled. Mm-hmm. And usually people can only see their way and their way only. If this is the problem, I got my solution and that's the only solution. And then you might have your solution and you think that's the only solution. But the real solution kind of lies between the best of each of our ideas. Yeah. So I'm a, you know, just very much like I said, uh, studying religions, I've, I've experienced a lot of them. Politics, news, I study and read all of it. I'm a firm believer that a lot of times the solutions are not either or, but it's either and. We take, yeah. you know, if, if I think we got to deal with education and you think we got to deal with funding from a different area, it's yeah. probably both of those. Like, like housing is a problem yeah. in our community, but so is education. And so is, like, I think yeah. it's, you got to look at it in the, the bigger scheme of things. Yeah, so it's a layered onion. <laughs> it's like, where do we start? <laughs> so you and I, both from the West Side, mm-hmm. you know, and it's interesting. This podcast is happening in the beautiful community, the neighborhood of Bronzeville at the Hill Washington Culture Center, which is a landmark here in Bronzeville. But uh, not only are we both from the West Side, we both grew up in North Lawndale, mm-hmm. the same exact community, literally a block over from each other. Yeah. So. Um, and you said you went to BBF, which is also a place I went as a child. It's where I got exposed to the arts. So, first of all, are people surprised that you're from the West Side? Yeah, they always think I'm from the <laughs> suburbs or something. Mom, hold up. <laughs> Not be, <laughs> me talking more. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I only ask you that because people always, my whole life, oh, you from the West Side? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, what, what do y'all think people, what do y'all think of the West Side? So... And it's really community to me uh, mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. West Side and growing up there. Like I, I loved growing up with family. We had so many friends on our block. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's still a, a family community. They don't all live there anymore. You right, know, some right. Some of them are, have died or, mm-hmm. you know, moved on to better neighborhoods, quote unquote. <laughs> so, I mean, it is, that is true. Yeah, I just want uh, better for our our neighborhoods. I do. I I do. The restaurants, (laughs) just all of it. The fences, the grass, 
You know, when you're younger, you don't really think about You don't think about any of that. You're older, you're like, I just want grass. <laughs> <laughs> and the yard. Yeah, right, right. Um, somebody calling out for Brenda in the morning. <laughs> like, who is that? <laughs> well, the funny thing is when you talk about the neighbor, the community mm-hmm. that we grew up in, I, I agree with you on, because uh, I grew up on 18th and Mellard. And all the families knew. Like, when you asked me if I knew your family, mm-hmm. I was like, what's the last name? Because we knew that's where the Walkers lived. Yeah, that's exactly. where the so-and-sos lived. Like, we all knew that. And um, I often tell the kids that I work with, there was a lady on my block. We called her Eyewitness Ann. Miss mm-hmm. Ann knew and saw everything. She sat on her porch all day, every day. Did she have a red porch? Yes. You stayed just right next door to me. How did you know so Maybe Ann? Maybe it was a Miss Ann on more than one block. Because I was, again, I was on Millard. You said you was on Central Park. As a matter of fact, it's probably good if there was a Miss Ann on every so block. Miss Hooker? Nah. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, yeah. Corner store? I, you know, yeah. We, uh, red, the store red? No, no. Oh, I know what store you're talking about, though. Because <laughs> it wasn't a lot. We used to walk across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? Elbows? Of course. <laughs> sir Chicken? <laughs> we need Sir Chicken back. That chicken was the best. <laughs> sir Chicken, yeah. And then uh, uh, Pop In? Oh, I haven't heard of that. It was ne- it was the grocery store on 16th Street next to Sir Chicken. Well, a block down, a block. I ain't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken place came on back. You went to the chicken place and came on back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, look, I don't even remember what I was saying. No, you started taking me down memory. Like, no, oh, no, yeah. Right. but And that's the good part of it. Oh, I was saying Miss Ann mm-hmm. saw everything. And as kids, we didn't want Miss Ann to see everything because we knew if Miss Ann saw, she would get on us about it. And she would tell our parents, and they would get on us about it. Yeah. I look at the situations now, and kids get in trouble, and then their parents come to fight the person that said something. Did you say something to my child? I'm like, that ain't that ain't how that ain't how we did it. And you know, I work with uh, the youth uh, a lot, the children. Uh-huh. Part of a uh, quite a few uh, nonprofit organizations, and I did uh, community work out in Algale Gardens. Ooh, okay, okay. I can just tell that some of the, the children that were misbehaving or uh, maybe just misguided, I would call their parents, and their parents would come up, and then it's like, I can't even be mad at you no more. Because <laughs> this fact, is what you I got at home. A hug because I, it's like, mm-hmm. you got it honestly, I guess. So it's just, I feel like up to us, um, and the, the leaders within the community or the teachers and uh, the mentors to mm-hmm. be able to guide them back to the safe space. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that doesn't help anyone when, when we have this constant cycle mm-hmm. of toxicity with parenting. Oh, come on now. <laughs> toxicity, I believe, is the word of the day. Every time you... No, I'm just joking. But yeah. no, you're, you're absolutely right. You, you're hitting on some real deep stuff. And I love it. And let, let me say this. So... This is, we're doing this podcast as one of many in honor of Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I thought about uh, in, in coming to interview you mm-hmm. was just, again, being a, a young black woman from from the west side of Chicago. I know what North Lawndale was like growing up for me. Yeah. And I also know that I was ostracized a lot because I danced. Mm-hmm. Like, I danced when I was younger. So a boy who danced... Yeah, they try that, to tell you weird or... That's yeah, 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 yeah. You know, all, all the stereotypes mm-hmm. that could be... Um, I went through that. And so I'm just wondering, what do you remember about growing up in North Lawndale and how did it shape you in one way or the other? 
Yeah, I, like I said, I remember a lot of family. Like there were mm-hmm. all there were many children on the block, same ages. So like, mm-hmm. we had a ball. <laughs> we had so much fun growing up. I don't remember the winters because you know everybody going. Everybody to the in the house. Right? That's right. That's right. But, but the summers. The summer times was busting. It's like uh, the Sandlot or something. Oh, hold on. Let me let me test you out. <laughs> what time did you have to be home? When the streetlights came on, I'm black. <laughs> You know, my that was the, that was the test. If you had said any actual clock time, right. I'd be like, eh, no, that's nope. the thing that that needs to be a real. <laughs> when the streetlights <laughs> right. came on, you have just won. Yeah, hood trivia one on one. Yeah, everybody scattered. Like, uh-huh. like everybody ran in the house. Yep. And if your mama or father came out to call you, it was too late. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Or they say, like, don't go past this tree. Or, then the, the streetlights you know. would start flickering, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm out of here. Boom, everybody was out. <laughs> Here's another test. Um, if you was out playing, how many times could you come in? Let me see. Once. You got to go in and out? <laughs> don't go out my house. What you, what you doing here? I had to use the bathroom ones. one time, and you go out, and you stay no, out. If you in come here. in, you got to stay in. <laughs> they always said I never understood the logic. I don't, I still, I mean, I guess I get it. So you won't track like it. I don't think it was that. I think they finally had moments to themselves. Yep. And they was like, and, but I think this goes back to what you said earlier. They were confident knowing that we were out, but we were out amongst community. So they wasn't worried about us being out there all day. Yeah. There was always somebody there to watch you. Yeah. Yeah. Care for you. Nowadays, you don't know nobody on the block. Nobody want to talk to you. You don't know people in the same building, upstairs, downstairs from you. Yeah. People that are trying to one-up you on something. It's like, what is wrong with you people? Like, what happens to humanity? That's what yeah, I want yeah. Like, I, where is it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I try to take, I try to take it wherever I go. Like, I, I live in, uh, I live in uh, West Garfield Park now. Nice. And, I know my neighbors on both sides of me. We look out for each other. But that was an intentional introduction. Yeah. We neighbors so less because cookies. that's what I brought from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I brought that with me. Did you go with some cookies? Or <laughs> some cookies? <laughs> no, I, I didn't do that. I didn't show up with, with treats. Um, we just, I you see know, your snacks ain't free out there. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, does not cook <laughs> or give snacks, everyone. That's right. That's right. But no, I, that was just literally an introduction. I introduced myself. Good. And I, I feel like me and one of my neighbors, we, we bonded over mail. Because mm-hmm. uh, whenever they left packages, we would get each other's packages. And, you know, I've heard people telling stories about the people downstairs yeah, stole their package. Like, so I think we, we underestimate how something simply as, I got your package. Yeah. And they give it to you. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, this is this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. You and people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just try to take it with me. I try to take the humanity with me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's that's basically what I remember about growing up is just that family and that community, and that's that's what I carry with me. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a rough time okay. growing up uh, there, and my family, they used to call us the Cosbys of the block. Because <laughs> <laughs> we would have, like, family game night. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Night, nice, nice. Movie night, and they're like, oh, it's time for your family pizza night. <laughs> so they, but, so at first I'm looking like, man, why y'all be hating? Like, when I go over their house, it's like, damn, you know, like what we were saying before, you think that your world is everyone else's mm-hmm, world, mm-hmm. and you never know how bad or how good someone may have it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was it when I would go over their house and they're like, I'm like, where are you guys going to sit down for dinner? And, <laughs> and they're looking at you like, like, what are you dinner? talking about? 
They're like, yeah, we get whatever we can find. I'm wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just... <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could invite you over, but my mama said I can't have no company. <laughs> we had no company with six of no, us. No, that's right. Like, These are your friends. Right, right. Can't that's have it. Nobody over. Um, yeah, but I think that goes into that community thing. Like yeah. once, once you knew who was in the community, everybody was cool and comfortable with those people. Anybody else? You, mm-hmm. you haven't, you haven't passed the inspection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been inspected by the elders. Yeah, um, and I think even that is that stems from African tradition that although we're very much removed ancestrally, you know, we don't know Africa like that because we're not from there. But our ancestors, yeah. I think there's certain things that got passed down through the generations. I agree. Yeah. And and we and we hold on to it whether we realize where it's from or, or how yeah. we hold on to it or not. So And I agree with that because I was just telling you um, my first time going, going to the motherland uh-huh. was uh, in Ghana. And I just want to let every black person know that Time doesn't exist. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Did you go? Was that the the year of return that they did? I I went um, for the Starline Festival though, so that was in the no no no. That was just like last month. I was gonna say you just went with yeah. that crew of okay okay. So yeah. it was like last month. Or we all know about it because uh, Kendra G. Post a lot. She does. Post Kendra, Shout G, out to Kendra G kept G. us all involved with what was I going on. I'm gonna have to get Kendra though. G on here. No, for she, real. she kept us all involved with going on what was going on in Ghana. But she is like top tier. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, my battery died. I'm backstage sleep. I'm like, are you okay? And that's how you know it's time to go. Like you can't be falling asleep in random places. So I was so sleepy. Talk to me. How was that whole experience? Cause like I said, I saw people's social media you know, post about it and stuff, but you were there. Yeah. How was it? I didn't get a chance to post as much as I would have liked. Uh Uh-huh, because you were too busy enjoying yourself. Yeah, I was trying to live in the moment. Like, I wish I could be like that, where it's just like, oh, let's get this picture, let's do this. Uh Uh-huh. But it's kind of hard when you want to enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know, and um, plus, I just don't want to be one of them people. (laughs) (laughs) I got to wait to get a little old status. (laughs) But I just be there trying to catch a vibe. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just connect with the people who who connect with me. But that was it. It was just a connection, you know? Mm -hmm. And they say... There's a couple of people that I've talked to that said they cried uh, on their journey there, and I did too. Um, I, I did. I smoked with some Ghanians there, mm-hmm. and apparently, like my friend was like, "Are you okay? Because you were standing in the same spot for four hours." <laughs> So I'm like, that was my first time so, uh, ever. What like, exactly <laughs> were you smoking? Uh, okay, look, I don't smoke. Just for the record, <laughs> yeah. I don't do none, nothing. I mean, I, look, you was you were in Ghana, but I'm so like, listen, I'm wh- like, whatever, whatever, whatever laws apply here don't apply there. We understand yeah, so that. I'm like, I'm, I'm just about to live, but I really was thinking about it. I was soaking it all in, mm-hmm. um, and just the people there. I, I admire the fact that they're able to tell you like you're wrong for this. This is foolish. And they can go on about their way. Mm-hmm. They don't have to yell, and they don't have to. Everything don't end shoot. in the street brawl or right. shooting. They don't gotta shoot and fight. I seen so many people arguing, and that was it. Mm. <laughs> they just argued, and, and they, they walked kept away, <laughs> arguing while they walking away. Like my mama when she wanted to say like something about somebody cleaning up. Uh huh. Talking to us, kind of walking down. Well, see, that's good. We, I, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen people not I lately love, walk love, away from an argument. Yes. Not outside. And that's why, like, you can tell the difference between the Americans. Even in the airport, the Americans were the ones that's yeah, nah, 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 nah. 
Like, uh, and then the, they were just looking like, what's wrong <laughs> like, with y'all? Man, <laughs> y'all need like, to chill. What? It's just a lot of anger that's built. I don't know what it is. They, I mean, it's, we're naturally, I guess, aggressive. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to take it there. And I wish every black person could go there. I think mm-hmm. it should be funded by the government. Well, I was, I was about to say, I think you just touched on something. I think America as a whole itself is aggressive. We're aggressive in in, in the American mentality, mm-hmm. but I also think being black in America is makes you hyper aggressive. Like you, because you're always uh, in fight or flight mode. It's Every situation is fight or flight mode. So we live in a constant state of of heightened awareness and mm-hmm. heightened aggravation and heightened all of that stuff. Some people say I've heard people liken being black in America to being in the military, being in an awards situation because your head's on a swivel. You you never can just relax. So it's interesting when you say a lot of us went over there Mm -hmm. and in Ghana, they chill and we the ones that's all rah, rah. And they like, just, just chill. Yeah, Like they'll say something to you like, what do you do? Like this foolish. Like Uh they, (laughs) (laughs) he's just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Okay. Um, who was on that show? A lot of people. That you remember, I, I know. I know Chance, Chance the rapper was on it. Yep, and then Vic Mensa, I think, was on it. Yep, and uh, that's the Chicago he, folks. Yeah, uh, Vic, like he did his thing, man. Like yeah. I really appreciated him doing that for the people and mm. together from opposite sides of the world. Yeah, yeah, bringing us back home. I was, yeah, I don't think I would have like had that opportunity to go if. You know, my buddy didn't call and say, hey, you want to go? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to the motherland. Yeah. Um, so I, I, well, I'm a little jealous of you on that one. I haven't been yet. I haven't been yet. And I keep saying, like, oh, I want to I want to tap dance love it. in the place where tap dance was literally created. Like that, for me, that's going to be a full that's circle amazing. moment. You're going to cry. I, I believe it. Can you record it? <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. We're going to be out here with our little pod pod mics and our streaming Mevo cameras, and we're going to see what we can That's do. Some, I, I, I hope that you are, get a chance to experience that. I, I feel like every black person should experience it, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to take my ancestry DNA test because it hurt for them to say, oh, where are you from? What tribe are you from? And I'm you're like, from. I have not a clue. I don't know. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, I think that is a, that is a, that's a problem that only black folks in America have. Nobody else has that problem. Everybody knows where they're from. Yep. And they can literally trace it back. But because of slavery and mm-hmm. and all all those things that happened, ripping us apart and yeah. displacing us and mixing us up and all that, we, we have, have nothing. no idea. No, no and that's also from, by design. Religion. <laughs> we have nothing. Yeah, and that's also by design, though. Like that. question for you. Yes. So do you believe it's really black magic or were they afraid of our power? And it's black magic evil oh no i don't i believe all the the religions that our ancestors practiced were just that it was their religions it was Mm. their connection to spirituality and i think you can tell like hollywood makes fun of uh they call it and whenever you see black magic or things considered along that vein in a movie it's called voodoo Mm -hmm. but that even voodoo is a hollywood made up this thing vodun Mm-hmm. Is what it's really called, and the, no, I don't believe that the stuff that our ancestors practiced was innately evil. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like anything, it's how you use it. It's how you use it. You you can be fully Christian and pray, and you can pray for somebody's downfall, and it might happen. Does that mean Christianity is evil? No, it's how you used it. Yeah. So I do believe that it could have been used for things like I was um, watching this documentary called 1804 about the Haitian Revolution. Mm-hmm. 
and you know they how how so few Haitians beat so many French folks is because the Haitians weaponized their surroundings. Mm-hmm. So they knew every plant. They knew if I run this way and I avoid these plants, the French running after me gonna fall into these plants and they'll kill them. Hmm. That's not. That's just learn. That's just knowing nature. So no, I don't think it's evil at all. Hmm. So I, I think black magic is. Actually, a, a good word. I like yeah. it. I like it. I, I, <laughs> I have to look at that documentary. Um, yeah, 1804, The Hidden History of Haiti. Okay. It's a whole thing about the Haitian Revolution. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Tariq Nasheed is the brother who put that out. Uh-huh. I was, um, it just made me think about this book, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uncle Tom's Cabin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know if you remember where and they were basically saying that they would have these uh, fights about who the best slave owner was. Mm. And then they would literally get into intoxication mm-hmm. when that's not Like, that is not something to be... I, I just feel like this is the same thing that we're going through now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're <laughs> the wrong people. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Look like this happened all the way back then. And it's still, like, we can get, you know... Like when you're saying things that are passed down, mm-hmm. that that might be one of the things that were passed down, unfortunately. <laughs> and I want us to wake up. Yeah, there's some things that we've passed down. I can agree with you. Agree with you that are that some things have become tradition that don't necessarily need to or mm-hmm. didn't have to. Um, I think, like our ancestors, there's things we did out of the necessity of the situation we were in. Once we were no longer in that situation, I think the changes could have happened. But by that time. It's now set, and so we pass it down. Are you more Malcolm X or Dr. King? Ooh, so I did a whole podcast <laughs> called oh Ma- Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Okay. Check this out. That's a good That's a good question. So I was of the either or ilk mm-hmm. early on in my life because, so my mom, my mom's a Black Panther. Okay. So I grew I'm up. I'm just finding out more and more. Yeah, okay. so I grew up, I grew up in a household, the, the, the son of a Black Panther. So obviously Malcolm X, mm-hmm. with the way I grew up, those sentiments connected with me more. Like, I used to hate when I, when somebody started singing, we shall overcome, it used to piss me off. Like, I would be mad. Like, here we go. Here we go begging again. Here we go yeah. asking again. Here we go. I'm like, let this is we need well, to yes take. Yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> but you know, you right, brother, right, right. <laughs> but as I got older and I started to really learn about Martin Luther King beyond the "I Have a Dream" speech, because mm-hmm. there was a whole man, there was a reverend, there was a doctor, mm-hmm. and those two things get left out a lot on even on his name, as it said, because it reduces him down to he was a man of God and he was an educated man. And he was fighting for his people. So when I look at it from that lens, I'm like, uh. Plus, I also think Martin Luther King or Malcolm X made Martin Luther King necessary. Mm-hmm. Like all those folks that thought that was too radical and that was too much. Well, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with mm-hmm. the peaceful one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they played yeah, yeah, off yeah. of each other. Yeah. Exactly. I so agree. so I'm literally either and on Martin Luther King. I think both of them were very important in the work mm-hmm. that they did. And they both needed each other, whether they realized or not, which I believe they did toward the end. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pictures of them together when there were none early on in their their, their individual life cycles because they were starting to influence each other. Mm-hmm. And that's when folks said, oh, no, they got to go. Yeah. Because I think to this day, that is still the fear 
of anybody who wants to keep people down is those people coming together and rising up together. If you rise up over there and I rise up over here, well, I can just shut you down and Mm -hmm. somebody can shut me down. But we rising up together, it's harder to shut us down. Yeah. And I think that's that's where we are right now in this country. We we not yeah. it's 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 even more divisions, mm-hmm. it's more divisive than ever. Yeah, I agree with that. So what about you, King or X? Well, now you've changed my mind. <laughs> Welcome to the either <laughs> and podcast. See, I, I was more uh, Malcolm X just because I really uh, admired his way of going about it. and it's like you kill Dr. Martin, um, Luther King, you killed Dr. Martin Luther King, and then you killed Malcolm X. One was the more hateful one who, oh, he preaches hate, he does this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is the more peaceful one, and you still took them both out. So yeah. which one can we be? Yeah. <laughs> and that will be and that will be the, the neither and podcast. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. Even the people that loved Martin Luther King, somebody still, they still killed him. They still got rid- and in Martin Luther King's time, he was very much hated. Yeah, they romanticize him now, mm-hmm. and again they romanticize they the other side. <laughs> but they romanticize one speech in particular and a few lines out of that speech. But letters from a Birmingham prison, like there's the stuff King wrote right before he passed. Oh, he was he was on that economic deal. Mm-hmm. And see, when you start hitting people in their pockets, that's when folks get, got to go. <laughs> I agree. I agree money, which means money is still the roots and the cause and the power. Yeah, and, and it's funny, I, I never agreed with that thing. People used to always say money's the root of all evil. Money's the root of all evil. And I never agreed with that for a long time. I, I think it's again, it's how you use it. I mean, that happened with regular people on the street <laughs> in Chicago. The little a little money. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm talking not big money, twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> $40. Yeah, I, I, I just think it it motivates who you actually are to come out fully. It's the I same agree. thing with alcohol. People be like, I don't know why I did that. It was the, no, that, that, that's you. It yeah. was just, you yeah. need an excuse right. to, to let exactly. who you really are come out. I'm a clown on uh, drinking. It's not angry, it's just silly. and Because I, I think that's who you are. Yeah, you are you a fun person in that when you, when you get under any influence, <laughs> yeah, you're so you're I more guess. fun. <laughs> no, you need to leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Vanessa brought up a a good point on that mm-hmm. either and thing. It seems like no matter what happens in this world, what 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 things black people overcome, mm-hmm. what things women in particular overcome, especially yeah. what things black women overcome, uh-huh. there's always that pitting of one against the other. Like, there's only room for one, and so we're going to make y'all fight it out. Yeah, I think that's changing now. You uh, think so? I do. They they still do it, but I think that there's small steps towards a bigger goal that's mm-hmm. happening right now. Uh, the only thing I don't like is that uh, a lot of the artists are sounding the same. It's like mm, the mm. same flow and the same style. Like back then, and I'm not saying this to be caught up on the past. Like, right, right, right. like people say, it's just the facts are the facts and you cannot argue. <laughs> I don't know. We live in a world now where facts aren't necessary. Yeah, There's alternative no, facts argue. and your and facts and my facts. No, yeah. facts, which is that I could tell who Missy Elliott was and who Eve Real was talk. and who Lauren Hill was and um, just, MC Light and Salt and Pepper, like you can tell just the the way they approached their their voices mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mattered because they wasn't trying to sound like no gimmick. They wasn't trying to be anybody else but them 
and authentically themselves mm-hmm. and genuine to who they are. And you can tell who's fake and phony about, you know, <laughs> like you can tell who's pushing them to do this or uh-huh. oh, show more of your body or do this. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why I admire like, Missy Elliott like, so much. You know, it's funny. You made me think of her, the artist her. Her, When she first came out, I loved the way that she dressed. Mm -hmm. I loved the way. And just because she she wasn't necessarily showing anything in particular, her hair was always back. She had sunglasses on. And her was the name she chose. So you didn't even know her real name. Yeah. So you were forced to focus on her artistry. Exactly. And I thought that was dope. And, uh, like, I feel like that. I feel like that about Janelle Monet too. Like mm-hmm. the kind of like she wore her black and white. She called that her uniform, and she was like, "I'm just gonna come out here in a black suit. And I'm gonna do my thing." And I remember guys, uh, some guys I knew having a little debate about if she was pretty or not. I was like, "Oh, she fine. Y'all just ain't used to seeing beautiful women who aren't naked." And like, yeah, and like, now what's new? What's new to it? Like, all yeah. y'all got. Got your ass out on Instagram, okay? It ain't even no type of reveal party. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It's not to be a man who body shames at all. I Uh think women should be able to do whatever they want to do. Um, And and how we as men respond to it. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have to follow just because everybody's doing it. You're absolutely right. But... So Rihanna just did her thing at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and and I, I'm oh, curious, I'm curious to know how you felt about it. I okay, thought it I'm was part of the Navy. Okay, okay. Right there. So wait, wait. So before you get to that, <laughs> but I do remember when what's what's the, was it Stephen A. Smith? He put a book out and he was interviewing, mm-hmm. and they were like, Rihanna's doing the Super Bowl. Are you excited? And he was like, She ain't no Beyonce, oh, and that I set that, yeah. he set the world the Twitterverse on fire and all that stuff. And I heard a lot of people talking about why we got to. Keep, keep pitting them against each other. They, they're not the same not kind of artist. They got they own artists. Yeah. Leave them alone. Yeah. Like, it's the same for the men. Like, y'all don't do that to the men. And they walking around here with 10 and 12 kids, but nobody <laughs> calls them a whore. <laughs> like, or, I mean, there's a whole women. generation of mumble rap where you can't tell nobody from nobody, but people still don't tell them they should be the only ones or they yeah. should be like them. And that's the same. That's the, the same thing. All using the same auto tune. It's the same <laughs> thing. Ain't nobody like, bust a bus. You could tell that was. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, uh, Biggie Eminem, that was my favorite person. Mm, mm, mm. And just, you know, most deaf, but commonly. You can just tell who was old. Yeah. They just well, I, I think that's why What's happening when now? anybody comes out new and they're about their artistry, Mm, they they either to. they either turn into superstars mm-hmm. because now they're like Kendrick Lamar is to me is incomparable yeah. as as an MC like that because he came out at a time when mumble rap was big and he came out speaking, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking yeah. and 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 off the chain with the mm-hmm. rhyme scheme and all of that stuff too. But yeah, so yeah. I, I think go ahead. No, that's. I was just gonna say that. That's my mission is to stand out mm, and mm. not to be totally compared to. Oh yeah, this because sometimes I've like heard people call me a Lauren Hill on steroids, or, <laughs> <laughs> like a baby Badu. And uh-huh. Like I, I mean, I, them I not some that, that. those are those, I was gonna say them <laughs> them some not so bad comparisons yeah. though. And I love Rihanna, her scissor, like the people who I love Beyonce too. Of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, can you be a part of the Beehive and the Navy? I guess so. I I I don't think I'm a part of either of the clubs, <laughs> but. I, I got more respect and admiration for both of them as artists. Yeah, I just like it's it's a and challenge. business women. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's tough in business too. Um, just to be able to baby like, Badu. 
Okay, so I, I, I really, I really want to hear your stuff now. Yeah, I met, uh, and Miles is all over the place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Knows, like it's everywhere uh-huh. imaginable, and it's. I tell people this all the time. I, I can hold my own own on any track with any artist. Okay, and that's just because of my um, versatility. Mm. So I could get on a track with Bruno Mars and Kendrick Lamar mm. and Rihanna if I so choose. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Artists, R and B artists, hip hop artists. You put me there, and I will be able to come prevail okay 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 so i think the people just have a hard time placing me somewhere uh, which is why i feel like i haven't hit that plateau that i really want okay to be able to go to so i'm figuring out those next steps and it's it's hard because people do compare you okay uh, okay but the baby if i do is it's something that people do call me what was the and, other one you said uh, uh lauren lauren, lauren on steroids, steroids. Yeah. lauren lauren hill on steroids and baby if i do that's, oh, but no. those are two dope <laughs> references. Like, if you got to compare somebody, that's a good comparison. Um, yeah. I'm going now, Sheila E the drums, and then I get on. Oh, that's right. You play the drums. See? See? So they be looking like, what's going on? So here's what I like. And in, in, um, coming out of Black History Month and going into Women's History Month, I think you are a, a wonderful person t- to interview because you are like you will be women's history yeah. soon because you're gonna make a mark on this world and they, they ain't gonna be ready for it. Thank you, putting in But it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. And, and whatever be, and that I'm, may be. And I'm be like, and she was on the either end podcast <laughs> first. You heard her. I'm here already first. speaking to a legend. So I, I love what you're doing here. I love what you're doing for the community. Oh, here. thank you. We I appreciate that. Like you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that very much. I, I just love it. I'm mesmerized by all the pictures and the things that you're doing and Thank you. Story, I, I um, resonate well, with it. Thank you. Well, it I call this the house that Tap built. Yeah. And if it wasn't for me coming from North Lawndale and being exposed to it at BBF mm-hmm. on the West Side, it's now taking me all over the world. And yeah. I just want to return that back to my community. People's like, you should set up and be downtown. I'm like, nope. You got to have something in nope. your I wanna be. I want to be hit. That's coming next. That's going to be the next move. It's not that as expensive. The <laughs> I think uh, it's ten thousand here would be a hundred thousand there. Mm, so mm. That's why people are building houses, building houses, and go. Oh yeah, like go start mad rhythm, dope. mad rhythms, Ghana. Yeah, that, I mean that could be okay. Dope. I'm saying it out loud because you know you, you <laughs> put it out there. You, that's right, you got to put it out there. All right, well that's gonna bring us to the club. Man, forty five minutes talking yeah, to you flew right. super fast. Yeah, I didn't even get to my point. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, it's a podcast. We can always do it again. Plus, yeah. uh, you, you got to interview me on on your your platform, and we'll oh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll make those connections. We'll keep the connections going and growing. Plus, you're gonna come back to tap class. You're gonna get this oh, grown and sexy. You know, you, you uh, hopefully you got bit by the bug. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, this has been another edition of the Either Am Podcast. I'm your host, Brill Barrett. Let's give a special thanks to our guest, Bianca Shaw. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you want to leave leave any, anybody with a last word? Yep. Uh, my last word is please follow me on all social media platforms <laughs> at Bianca Shaw Music. At, at Bianca and Shaw Music. Also, don't let nobody deter you and discourage you from your dreams. Uh, just make sure you keep pushing, stay consistent, and uh, stay, stay, stay the course. I like that. Stay the course. That's a word. As always, I'll leave you with (laughs) respect the dance. And we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.